BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Friends, I'm Jackie Schimmel, philanthropist, motivational speaker, glowing wife, animal rights activist, and a shoulder to cry on. Not really. I'm a crazy bitch, but a hoot and a half. If you haven't listened to my podcast, The Bitch Bible, brace yourself, pour yourself a stiff drink, and get ready to laugh your ass off or cry. Make sure you subscribe yourself to the Bitch Bible podcast right now. You're going to effing love it. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, and I am Divorced Not Dead. I'm a former Bravo TV star and now former wife. Fresh off the back of my divorce, I'm bringing real stories, real life, real talk on all things that aren't said between each other, society, the sheets, and everything in the middle. And lucky me, you'll be joining me for the journey, so buckle up. Hello, and welcome back to Divorced Not Dead. Now, this is going to be a really difficult one for me. Because my boyfriend is here. Hello. No, stop talking. That's my introduction. Okay. My podcast. And just looking at his face makes me laugh. So I'm going to try not to, too often. And I suggest, Sergio, that maybe you turn around and don't look at me too often either. No, you look so pretty today, honey. I have to look at you. Oh, God. Here we go. It's the Latin in him. Okay. So I think a lot of you, and I, I, again, I'm, I'm answering a lot of your questions and DMs that I get, which I love getting, and I've said that, about what you guys want to listen to and find out about. Sergio was a hot topic, so I decided to bring him in. Obviously, it's a whole new chapter in my life with Divorce Not Dead, and Sergio's a big part of that. He's part of this brand that's growing too. Sergio, I hope you know that. You are my muse, if you know what that what is. What is a muse? Exactly, don't worry about it. You are... Other half? The other half, muse, the one that sort of, you know, you're inspiring me and others. You're inspiring quite a lot of other people, actually. So just a little bit of background. So Sergio and I met May 17th at my first ever According to Caroline, which has now become Divorce Not Dead. Um, He was in my audience. I actually, we became firm friends after that. I had a girlfriend I was thinking of setting him up with, who was with me and single. And so I think that took the pressure off because when you meet someone and you connect with them straight away because you're not thinking about yourself, you're going, oh my God, I have a girlfriend that will love you. So, you know, we we just immediately clicked. We got talking. We, I think we just never stopped talking and it grew and grew from there. We had a really, really nice friendship first. And I think that's a really good basis to start something. There was no pressure. 
and there was no expectation and it was just fun and Sergio was just my fun friend and I could really enjoy him like that. You know, I didn't think he'd ever be interested in me. Obviously, he's younger and I, did, I just never thought about it really. So things grew from there very, very organically and kind of slowly and you guys were the last to know about it because... At that point, when when we did decide that we were going to start dating and I'd separated and all this kind of stuff, you know, first of all, separating is quite a big, big thing after so many years. So you really want to keep that to yourself. And we hadn't even told the children. So it was just, you know, we were separating to see whether, I think when you get separated out of a marriage, you don't just say it's over. You say, okay, I'm going to separate. I'm going to move out. I'm going to see how it is. You take the summer. I take the summer. Go do your thing. And I think that's really important. But when you make these kind of decisions, you say to each other, okay, you know, maybe it's phase. Maybe maybe you just need to go and have a summer apart and go and, you know, see what's out there. This is the boyfriend, you know, podcast. I think I have to talk a little bit, right? You're going to get there. Okay. Sergio, you're going to get there. All right. I'm, I'm working up to you. The boyfriend doesn't appear until, until the, later. later. Oh, okay. I get it. Okay. okay. So impatient. Have you got somewhere better to be? No, no, I'm fine actually. I here. thought not. All right. I love looking at you, so. Okay, so look away. So we took the summer apart. And actually, I was just, you know, talking to Sergio because he was actually away on a boat with all the boys and friends and having a great summer too. And we ran into each other because he's Spanish. And uh, I was staying with my one of my best girlfriends. So she she lives in Marbella, so he was there too. That's where I grew up in Marbella all the summer, so. I know. So he was in Marbella and we were in Marbella. So we all met, went to the beach. He actually met my children as a friend, which again is such a nice way to, for it all to sort of unfold because there's no pressure on it. I'm not introducing him as a boyfriend. He wasn't a boyfriend. You know, he was just really, really a lovely guy and everyone enjoyed hanging out with him. And so I think what I'm trying to get to is that, you know, it wasn't a premeditated, like I need to go and get a younger guy. It wasn't a premeditated, like, here's my new boyfriend. It was something that just grew over time because there was no pressure. And I really wasn't thinking about him for myself. It actually became, he became the person for me. And I think over time we got to know each other without that pressure and really fall in love with the people that we are. You know, obviously Sergio's, and when I met him, to be honest, because my girlfriend that I was going to introduce him is also around my age. He had lied about his age and we'll go into that later. I had to, honey. I know you did. And I understand now. And he lied for quite a long time. And it was only, you know, much later. And then he lied again. He went from 31 to 28. From 28, he went down. And I was like, okay, I, you know, it's all material. It's like, it doesn't matter because you can't lump people together. He's an extremely mature 26-year-old. I'm extremely happy with him. He's extremely balanced. If anything, I'm the lunatic. I'm the one that's sort of reliving my youth and he's much more grown up than I am. He's really been the perfect fit for our family. Okay, I might let you speak now, Sergio. So Sergio has always been around older people. All my circle is 35, 45 years old, you know, between that day. So she was just, you know, a perfect fit for me. You know, we, I consider her as a friend, you know, as soon as we met and we just built that friendship for the last year and a half. And we got to the point that we, we actually really enjoy each other's company. I saw him go out on dates with other people. And that's when I think we realized. He was my advisor. 
you know. That we quite liked each other. For relationships. So, you know, she helped me actually in one in New York while we were there actually. Yes. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and that was quite funny. Secretly jealous. Because I knew what she, lo- what she, you know, what she like at that moment. So, and then, yeah. You know, and I also remember because I got so much stick at the beginning for him. And for the age difference and everything like this. And I, I think when you're, you're, you're older, you sort of go, well, it's all upside for them, isn't it? It's upside. You've got great house, you've got great life, they fit in. It, but then I thought to myself, I watched him go through it. And then I realized, is it really upside for him? Oh, let me explain to you guys. This is not, you know, the, the dream for anybody. You are the dream, but everything around it, you know, you have to really, you know, take it with you. You know, because it's not easy. People think, you know, move country. I, you know, I was living in Los Angeles. That was my dream place. And ultimately, Dunning, there were lots of women you could have had in LA. A lot of women. I had it before, honey. Don't worry. I had it before. But I never felt anything how I felt with you. That's why I'm here. Okay, let's pause a minute and talk about my new hair care routine. Jemis. I've tried so many products and nothing seems right for my hair. Well, I live in Dubai, so my hair is frizzy in about two and a half seconds. So I really needed to find a shampoo that worked for my hair and that was salon quality. And here it is, Gemist. I took a two-minute quiz and some algorithm matched me with the perfect shampoo and conditioner for my hair. I'm now using shampoo six, conditioner 12, and a scalp balancing bar. And I can't tell you how amazing this transition has been for me. If you've had a baby, you over-straighten your hair, maybe you've diet too much like me, or you're not a natural blonde, this really is the hair care for you. And it's only $36 for a shampoo and conditioner, which you can sign up for Smart Subscribe. Plus it smells so good. If you're ready to have the best hair of your life, try Gemist. Right now, my listeners can give Gemist a try and get 20% off their shampoo and conditioner. Just visit Gemist.com to get your personalized recommendation and enter DND at checkout for 20% off and free two-day shipping. That's Gemist, G-E-M-M-I-S-T dot com and enter code DND at checkout to get the best hair of your life. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. So, you know, all the things that I get about him being a child, tell them what your friends said about me. Oh my God, all my friends when I was just, you know, just, you know, talking to them about my relationship, you know, like starting, you know, this relationship with Caroline, they were like, hey brother, but like, how how do you talk to her? Do you talk to her as a mom? Or do you talk to her as a, like, girl? This is just, you know, I just don't get it. Or like, does she even move? I mean, I can't imagine for someone with like 25. Bro, bro, but what's her skin like? I'm with a granny. Do you touch the skin and it's actually soft? Or it's like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> After six sprays hands, it's, it's not funny. It's very funny. But and she's not, you know, she's not a, a woman, you know? She's a girl. She's a little girl. You know, I'm more mature than her. That's for sure. So my point is, I think, that it comes from, you know, he gets it both ways. Not only did he have it from his friends, he got it from my friends who were also distrusting of him. Like, you know, why are you here? Straight away, it's like, why are you here and what are you trying to get from her? Now, you know, as I've said before in other podcasts, he comes from Newport Beach in Los Angeles. I mean, if you want to go and get a rich older woman divorcee, there are a gazillion of them sitting right there that would be happy to have Sergio. I was playing soccer in Los Angeles and my agent, 
had a house there in Newport Beach. So I ended up there and then I decided to move there. So that's where I lived the last three years. I got my MBA and, you know, that's where I, that's where I met Caroline. So I think, you know, I think it's, it's important to say he had, you know, a life there, a big life and a life that he'd worked hard to get. And, you know, so not only did he deal with his friends, I mean, then come the parents. And that was for, a different level. Yeah, that was a different level. Oh his mother God. cried, I think, four times and it wasn't from joy. Um, my mom cried. My dad offered me money to leave Oh, yeah. Her. His dad offered him actually <laughs> a job and cash. I actually want asked if the job and the cash was available for me if I left him. But I mean, that's so funny because I, I was actually floored. I was like, I thought I was quite a good catch. I thought like the parents might be so happy. But then I look at it and I'm like, God, imagine if it was Zach or Aaron. I'd probably die too. I mean, all the time my parents became grandparents right away. That's something big for them. They were laughing. I mean, that, that, look, they were making jokes. They're not really grandparents, obviously. When I went over there for dinner, they were making jokes. I guess we've got grandchildren now. <laughs> so after the mother cried multiple times, as I said, I think when it's different when I get there and people actually see us together and see that it's not so crazy. So his father and I, so, he, you know, we go, we go to Madrid. I go to meet the dad and he invites us to dinner on the side of the pitch. I set up a beautiful, you know, dinner in Rano de Stadium. That's, you know, where I grew up and, and where he played. played. So off we went anyway. And of course it looked like I was on a date with his dad out with our son. Um, <laughs> and the joke really wasn't lost on me. So the dad is, you know, he's a dad, dad. He's staring me down and I'm looking at him and, you know, he can't understand what He this was nice to you, honey. Super nice to yeah. me. I'm not saying that, but, you okay. know, it was between giggles. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm the little boy for them. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. This, you know, woman is coming to take the son out. So the dad's looking at me and basically saying, you know, and of course, at this point, we're announcing that he's coming to Dubai as well. Not to live, but he's, he's coming. You know, first of all, his father's like, he's got work to do. He's building stuff in Los Angeles. He's not going to Dubai at any time soon. And what are you guys going to do with this long distant relationship? And where is this going? And, you know, have I just, you know, got his son as a sex slave? So, you know, the dad is like looking at me like, you know, I've literally grabbed his son or I'm locking him as some toy boy in my in my house in Dubai and not going to let him go. <laughs> and the dad's like, but what? I was expecting him to ask <laughs> these questions to Sergio, you know, like, what are your intentions? Where do you see this going? I'm answering these questions to the father. Like I'm, you know, this crazy old woman that's just desperate to run down the aisle with this young son <laughs> or, I, or I've got some sort of sex slave. Anyway, so I said to the father, look, I don't know why you're so upset. I've said, first of all, if Sergio was with a younger girl, she'd be rushing him down the aisle. I said, you know, I've just got divorced, so I'm not in a particular hurry to get remarried. I've got kids, so we're not in a hurry to do that. I'm quite well settled. I'm certainly not going to be paying for your son, but, you know, just by definition of the way we live, he will be in the right circles with me, having a nice time, very well looked after and meeting all the right people. So I don't really see what the downside is. On top of it, if he wastes five years of his life, he's 30. I waste five years of my life. I'm almost 50. I should be Honey, the one. We're going to be together. Hang on. I should be the one sat here crying. Not you, because Sergio really has taken my best years. I am leading him up to his best years. And I said, and by the way, he's not chained to my house or me. If Sergio wants to leave at any given time, the door is open. The door is, you know, very open. He could do whatever he likes. And what my dad said? 
your Because father... he knew my feelings. Yes, your father... No, 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 the door is not open. The door is closed. The door is now closed. Right? The door is absolutely firmly closed. And that was it. I think that they both, having seen us, I think when you say it to somebody rather than see it, when you say it, there's a 44-year-old woman with three children taking your 25-year-old son, you have a complete heart attack. But when you actually see us and we do make quite good sense and we sort of work really well together and you see that actually Sergio is the calm one. They have this connection, you know, with, with each other. Yeah, and you are, you're not your average 25-year-old. You are very... You know, he and I are very sensible together. It's not like we we live in la-la land together. We are really... Realistic. Realistic. We're really planning for the future. The first thing I did with Sergio at the very beginning, when we did start and we talked about it for a long, long time, was, you know, because Sergio did chase me more than I chased him. Because Do I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, come on, be honest with everyone. Okay, just a little bit. I had to, because I was at that moment I was 24. You were 43. I had to chase you, honey, because, you know, even though I said that I was 31. I wouldn't have looked at him for a long term. This is something normally that you would advise any girlfriend is a rebound thing. What I would you... advise any girlfriend of you could be to go for your feelings. You know, don't even think about the age or anything because the age is just a number. You're my other half, honey. And you are 17 years older than me. And when I look at your eyes, I see something that I've never seen it before. And that's something amazing. Oh, you're going to cry. I'm not going to cry. No? You're okay. the one that cries. Oh, no way. <laughs> Let's pause a second and discuss Orate. Orate is an amazing fine jewelry company established in New York, founded by women for women, with pieces from classic statement pieces to completely original pieces. One of the main reasons I love Orate is the low price and the high quality. <laughs> I mean, it really makes a difference. Because Orate sells directly to you without the middleman and the markup, they can offer you the same quality as a traditional Fifth Avenue brand at a fraction of the cost. Who wouldn't want that, girls? I mean, you know, I love to wear everyday pieces and I love to mix and match. So, you know, price point is important to us all. For every piece sold, a child receives a book to further their education also an amazing point. And I, I love when something you buy also gives back. Orate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women to the best jewelry options without sacrificing their style. Orate's gold actually feels substantial. The diamonds sparkle and shine, and they feel such high quality and so beautiful because they are fine jewelry. And that's important, girls. And because it's real gold, you can wear it and never have to take it off. You can shower, do your sport, go to bed, cook, anything that you do in your normal day life, you can do in your jewelry life. For 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com forward slash divorced and use promo code divorced. That's A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com for 15% off your first Orate purchase, Go to oratenewyork.com forward slash divorced and use promo code divorced. That's A-U-R-A-T-E newyork.com. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. I think that the way he never gave up, because I did everything to say like, you know, look, this is all amazing now. 
and I look great for 44. I really do. I wish I was, you know, I yeah, wish there wasn't. You always said what's going to happen in 20 years or like in 10 years, whatever. But we don't even know what's going to happen next week. And he was so cute because he's always like, I'll just bedazzle your wheelchair. Honey, you? 100% I'm going to carry you around. And that's happening. <laughs> because I love you. And all these, you know, materialistic or like beauty from outside, it doesn't really matter. He's not going to stay, you know, longer forever. And that's what's so amazing to me. Like, obviously he's a young guy and I'm not saying by any means, and I'm not blind, like that Sergio doesn't appreciate beautiful women that walk past. But, you know, the thing is, he lived in Los Angeles. He's lived here. There are beautiful women everywhere. It's what's on the inside that is more important to him. You know, I mean, aesthetically, you can look at people and I, I look at hot guys. I see hot guys walk around, I mean, you know. I mean, honey, also, me with 25, I live a lot. You know, and I, you know, soccer opened me, you know, everything, the mentality, you know, I was able to travel. I live in seven countries and that gave me, you know, a different perspective of life. Can you imagine looking like Sergio and playing for Real Madrid and under 21? I mean, he must have had sex, breakfast, lunch and dinner. And I think probably you just look for the soulmate after that because you just really have had it on tap. I presume you were driving a Porsche, right? Yeah. Pe people ask me a lot, you know. Like how you can do this, you know, do, are you not missing, you know, what would you be doing with 25? What am I missing? I get the family, which I love. I get the travel. I get the business side. I get the love side. I get everything, you know. So it's just something amazing. And for anyone who is involved in this, you know, situation the same as me, I, you know, recommend to go 100% with the feelings. I think it's, as you said, it's not about age, it's, it's connection. If you feel it, just don't stop it because of the age gap. Funny enough, I had lunch with a girlfriend yesterday who was going on and on about her six years age gap. And I'm like, what are you talking about? That is ridiculous to stop a relationship because six years, it's absolutely nothing. Mine is more, you know, more difficult because, she, and you know, absolutely it's very hard. At some point, I'm going to grow old. I mean, no matter how much I try and hold it back, I will grow old. But, you know, again... What I no, have, you feel it, honey. No, I know, Doug, that like I will grow old. You, there will be a time that you know you are thirty-five and I'm fifty, nearly sixty. That you know it's it's going to be hard for you. You're going to love me, but it's going to be hard for well, you. It's going to be hard, I, honey. You're not going to even move at that moment. You don't move now. Nothing is going to change. You will look a little older, but uh, on the moving side, honey. No, I don't mean the moving side. I mean okay. like looking a little older. You might be embarrassed dragging me around. But, That's all right, honey. you know, at the same time, then I think, you know, maybe you renegotiate and you have different things. But what we do know is we want to be in each other's lives for the rest of our lives. How that looks, I don't know. I can't possibly know. Well, you know, we don't really care how that looks for the outside world because we never care from the beginning. And that's why we made it to this point. No, but how does it look to us either? Right now, we're busy planning a future as in... We're building know, a lot together. We, you know, All our business deals we do together right now, which is so exciting and so fun actually, because we go to meetings together and then we come home and we talk about them. I mean, sometimes I do need to sort of shut them up at night because I, I do like to switch off. And we watch movies together. We have all the same interests, like, you know, and we really do. We really enjoy the same things. We go running together. We've just got back from the gym. We go scootering together. We cook together. You know, we really do oddly find it quite hard it's to be crazy. apart. You know, I would never have thought I was going to find someone. She's like my dream woman. You know, she's this Victoria's Secret model. That I always was trying to find, you know, beautiful outside, like a caring person, beautiful heart, 
And she's just, you know, the person that I always wanted in my life. So I think the, 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 the point to this part is that we just, you know, we, we haven't listened to anybody else. And it's been hard because everyone had something to say about it. But the longer it's gone on, I think people have just begun to accept it. And they've understood that the only, as I've said before, the only bad thing they can find about Sergio is the fact that he's 17 years younger. No, Nothing totally else. Honey, you remember in the beginning? Yeah. Oh my God, it was horrible, honey. Yes. We were there and when we were in Los Angeles, all these, you know, women telling you like, you know, all that stuff about me, what you're going to do, like putting you down, like trying to break this down because, you know, what I figure is that all of them are, you know, were on the same situation, but they, they never, you know, take the chance to, to take that, you know, a step forward and, and make it happen. So many people told me this will never work. So many t people so told me he was using me. So many people told me, but then I'm like, I luckily I have my own brain. And I was like, using me for what? Using me for three children and, you know. Uh, it Honey, you know, I'm retiring you. I know. His only goal is to take care of me. His only goal is to work harder, to make more money, to make to look after me. If anything, he's overly ridiculous about sharing everything, overly ridiculous about, you know, yes, of course he's not in the same financial position as me, but where were you at 25? But, you know, anyway, it, it, why should anyone, why does he need to give his resume to my friends? What makes them more qualified than he is? What makes them better people? And that's what I understood. The only person I need to answer to at this age is me. You know, I remember somebody once having a fight with me saying, well, what would your parents say? I'm like, some myself, people were I'm 44. Asking, yeah, and some people were asking about my resume to see where I was, what I got my master's and what, I, oh, come on, is this crazy? Oh my God. You yeah, know? it was insane. Like he went through so much to be here. Then of course you have the added pressure when he got here. So he came to visit me. The relationship really got sped up because as he came to visit me and it was only meant to be, I think a week or so. Um, it was January. Yeah, and see what it what it would be like. He hadn't really been to Dubai for years and years and years. I think his dad, he'd been once with his dad. Yeah. And well, just... I was coming back and forth, you know, from Dubai. You yeah. Know? But nothing, you know, nothing. Maybe twice a year. And then my dad, you know, opened a few offices here So when I was little. So, But that's, that's all I got from Dubai before. So then he came to visit me and COVID hit. And then we literally looked at each other because they were shut, locking down. The whole world was going on lockdown. As so you know, either... I'm from Spain. Yeah. And Spain was going really bad, you know, everything. Yeah. It was in or out. So you either had to stay in the country or get out. And at this point, you didn't even have to have a tourist visa. You could stay as long as you wanted yeah. because once you get out, in, it was going to be six months. If he, if he left, there was no way he could see me for six months. So he decided, rightly or wrongly, to stay. And at that point... That was the best decision I ever took in my life because... He was stuck. We were stuck with each other. So, you know, from that minute on, we were... He had rented an apartment literally in the same complex as mine, as he still has. And so, you know, he was literally over the road. I was separated and he was visiting me during COVID. And at this point, and he had nobody else because obviously he couldn't go out and he couldn't go to the beach, couldn't go see friends. There was nowhere to get anywhere. We were all on serious lockdown. And so we were thrown into a relationship that was so intense as it was. Like 24 hours together, literally, yeah. you know? And that's why, you know, after you know, spending COVID together, I knew she was, you know, the girl I needed in my life. And I knew this is, you know, this was going to be real and I knew this was going to work. And that's why I'm here. So let's pause a minute 
and talk about this new company, Green Chef, which I absolutely love. And when I travel to the US, it's my go-to for easy, affordable sort of delivery of uh, food plans to me, which fit every single kind of lifestyle. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company. Meal plans include vegan, vegetarian, paleo, and keto, which is perfect for anyone on the run. So how does Green Chef work? Well, it lets you choose from a wide variety of easy to follow lifestyle and selected organic ingredients. And it comes with all the recipes with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, photos to guide you along. I mean, they really are foolproof. For anyone that knows, I'm a terrible cook. So I love things like this. It's so easy to do. Everything's hand-picked, delivered right to your door. And ingredients are already pre-measured and perfectly portioned and mostly prepped. This really is the perfect solution for somebody like me, especially as I'm always on a, you know, up and down with my diets. And I like to try and eat healthy with anybody with a super, super busy schedule. This is the perfect solution to eat well and discover new recipes each week that you'll really enjoy to cook and very, very quick. Go to greenchef.com forward slash divorced 80 and use the code divorced 80 and get $80 off across four boxes, including free shipping on your first box. Go to greenchef.com forward slash divorced 80 promo code divorced 80. And I think I did too, because he'd been through, you know, obviously meeting the children as friends at some points, the children love him. Then they, you know, then they got sort of influenced by a little bit by their dad, you know, and just hoping, I think children always hope that you're going to go back and get back into a relationship. And obviously between, um, you know, gem visiting. I mean, let me tell you, it has not been easy. No, gem visiting, him visiting. It's been, it was a really, really hard time for me trying to keep everybody happy because everybody was on lockdown. So I had to be able to see him. I had to give him time. I had to give the children time. I had to give Jem time with the children and with me because everything was done within a house. Yeah. I mean, as I push a lot, I, I want to say that you, you know, I really appreciate what you did because you push a lot to make everybody happy at the same moment because I was requiring attention. Your kids were requiring attention. So everybody was, you know, requiring. And then I was left just like literally running around like a headless chicken trying to make this okay. It was the weirdest time of my life. But, and, and it was so intense because there was no other outside people because no one was coming over other than these, these guys, but it was just looking after them. And I'd never been in one place this long either. So I was- Oh my God, tell me about it. I was flying every week and a half. Yeah. Well, me too before. Yeah. Thrown into this like life of family. And also then, you know, you've got a 26 year old guy who's literally, if, if I had been dating Sergio under normal circumstances and it wasn't, you know, no, it wasn't COVID, he wouldn't have had to have spent all this time with my kids, we would have left the country and gone on holidays or gone see friends or gone to dinner parties. Nothing would have been this intense. But as I said, and what he has said, it was a huge blessing actually, as well as a curse. At the time I felt like, you know, a bit of both because I was just, you know, I just didn't know whether it was coming or going. It was meant to happen, honey. It was meant to happen. You know, we loved it at that moment. You know, we were running in the morning and then, you know, working together. It was just such a lovely time together. And through all that, he completely integrated himself into family life. And that's not easy when you have three individual children. You know, Yasmin's old. She just automatically bonded with Sergio, I think, and just 
you know, liked him. But it's so beautiful. At the yeah, beginning, I mean, bondage. She she didn't care either way. She wasn't interested. She wasn't, you know, she knew mummy and daddy. She was all right. Was up. You know, she was fine. Yeah. Aaron was fine. Zach found it very hard, I think, because I think in Zach's mind, you know, obviously in, in all children's head, their father's the best. And, you know, I don't want to change that for him. And obviously Zach's dad is the best for Zach. So I think, you know, in his heart, if, if Sergio was here, it meant that, you know, mummy and daddy weren't going to spend, spend time together, which, all, you know, and I tried to tell him that that wasn't going to happen anyway, sadly, you know, and that, 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 that this is, isn't it he, better he got, to have, you know, Zach goes back to me a few times saying, are you my replacement dad? And I absolutely said, no, you know, I was really clear with him. I was like, no, I'm just here, you know, to support you, to make you a better person and to be your friend. You know, like and any other friend, like any it. other you friend know, like that walked through my one. door. You know, and that's what I always. And when he understand that, he was able to get close to me, and now you know we have you know a really good relationship. Everybody relaxes because you know Sergio is young. He certainly doesn't need to have three children right now. You know, he loves children like just as he pops pops to anybody's house. I don't see the difference if Sergio or all my friends are in this house having a good time with my children. It's exactly the same. There is no added pressure on Sergio with my kids. The the responsibility of my children falls on me and Jem and that's it. And he's so cute, you know, because now when they need things or they want things from the mom, they ask me first. You know, it's, just, it's like somehow he managed to become, you know, a little bit of a manny with a me. Money. No, no, I'm basically a manny. I have the man's, you know, image, but doing a nanny on the back. That means, can I get this? Can I get this? Going back down. I want rice cake. I want, you know, so it's it's a lot of work. Let me tell you. a lot. Of Aaron, work. Aaron calls him in the middle of the night when he wants to come home from a play date and he knows I'm not getting out of bed. He knows Sergio will go pick him up. Pick him up at 1 a.m. in the morning. But, yeah. um, you know, like on the weekend, we were in a hotel on the weekend. There was this thing called the Wibbit. I mean, it was like a death trap. They wet this bouncy castle and off you go on the water. And all of them had the best time. And I lay, per well, I mean, I did one round of it. But like, I mean, I don't I don't have the energy for this stuff. Sergio has... Maybe three minutes, honey. You came in and out. And I was, you know, taking care of them the whole time. Yes, but it wasn't hard for you, Diane, because you love this stuff. Okay. You, have, the yeah. screams are coming from you. <laughs> the best, the biggest giggles and the most fun right. was being had by you, not the other six Thank children you, that were there. Well, Thank I'm you, just going to be honest. All right. You were having the time of your life. But that you, do you know how that makes me feel? So happy. It's not forced. You know, we go to we go to all these amazing places for the kids. And the 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 joy and the fun Sergio has is genuine. I think people take, you know, a lot of things for granted. Life is beautiful. You know, I just really enjoy every moment of it. And I love spending, you know, with Caroline, with the kids. It's just, you know, when you do with the people that you love, it's something amazing, you know? He doesn't find my children a burden. You know, obviously it's difficult when they're all grouchy at the end of the day. You know, they can be in terrible moods if they haven't slept or whatever. But at the end of the day, we're we're one big dysfunctional family having a great time. And my house, you know, when he's here is filled with a lot of laughter, a lot of laughter, a lot of love, a lot of, you know, games. Happiness. You know, happiness. Like we don't see the downside of having all of this. They They add to us. They add to this ride that Sergio and I are on. 
it's a really fun time for us and he's navigating it so well. And I'm so proud of him because I do feel sometimes, as I said, it when I get irritated and I'm exhausted at the end of the night and I'm like, oh my God, I've had hours with the kids and I've just made the dinner and I'm just tired, you know, just tired. And he comes and he wants to have cuddles and my time and watch movies with me. And Sergio's got this terrible, terrible, terrible thing of talking. Terrible, with, honey? Yeah. You talk all the way through movies. It drives me nuts. Me? Yes, you ask questions the whole way through. Well, honey, as soon as we put it. a movie, you're with the phone. So we can even watch the movie. Wait, but if I'm on the phone, I'm just silent. You are asking me questions. Because I want to interact watching the movie. No, I don't want to interact when you movie. Okay. No one wants to interact from watching right, movie. It's the whole point of a movie. You, just you didn't even look it. at the movie. doesn't matter. Okay. So anyway, that's my time to completely switch off. And that's his time that he wants to like offload and... Cuddle, Tony. When you love someone, you want to cuddle. You want to get close. Do you understand that or no? Mm-hmm. You don't get that. No, I, I, I do, but just a bit later after I've decompressed. So, but you know, again, they're, they're compromises. They're not big things. They're not things that make us like, you know, that are deal breakers. 100% no. You know, mm. um, and they're very small things in the grand scheme of things because our outlook on life and what we are trying to create for our future is so aligned. You know, there is no nothing better than building something with the person that you love. You know, being this power couple, you know, and, and pushing each other. And that's why I love her because she made me an amazing and so much better person that I was before. You know, I had all these qualities, but I just, I don't know, I didn't, you know, show them. And she pushed me and she, she was really hard with me. You know, she still is with me. She made me a so much better person. And that's something amazing that I really, really say thank you for that. Oh, that's what I wanted to say, actually, because when I met Sergio, he was, I mean, I'm so proud of him for that, too. He was so much of a different person. I think having come out of soccer, where it's basically being institutionalized for most of your childhood, you're told where to be when and yeah. what to do, what to think, where, you know. I and, pretty much didn't have any childhood or anything, you know, so it was just really hard. From the age of 12, he was playing soccer and professional from 15. So I think when he gave up soccer... And it wasn't on great terms. I think he was a little lost. A little trap on that, you know, past. Yes. And I wanted to, you know, be You were very game. emotional about yeah. it. He was very, it was a really difficult subject for him. And after soccer, I was not, you know, You were playing. broken. Yeah, I was broken. After, I was not playing or even, you know, watching talking on the TV for at least two years. It was really hard for him because, you know, in, in Spain, he was considered he was going to be one of the next best things. And, you know, it just, it, life didn't go the way he thought it was going to go. And, and he I was so sure it, you know, of I it. I push, push, and I keep working on it. And then I decided that, you know, maybe it's not my path. Maybe there's something better for me. And so we, that's what we connected over. He saw me as successful. He wanted to see how, you know, like... I mean, I, I was, you know, I had business at that moment, you know, when I, was, when I met Caroline and I was running my thing, but I was building. You know, and Caroline already built, you know. No, so. you have the most amazing address book of anyone I know. But anyway, I, all I did was I was very black and white with him. I, I wasn't going to give him a hug and tell him, uh, you know, to wallow in self-pity. I basically told him, pull his socks up and it's now or never. And to get on with it and to stop feeling sorry for himself. He had a great career. 
He did more than most people would ever do at his age. You know, how many of us have, I mean, I have little boys. I'd be over the moon if they got as far as Sergio did, whether, whether he went on to continue. And most people, by the way, that go on to continue in sport like that don't have a degree and then find it incredibly hard afterwards. And now he's building his business. He's done all that. You've got the sports side. I mean, it drives everybody nuts here because so much business, by the way, is done in Dubai over sport. He plays paddle. He's amazing at it. He skis. He competed in it. He's competed in tennis. I mean, it's really irritating, Sergio. There's nothing this man can't do sport-wise. And when you put your mind to it, and that's what I was trying to say, when he turns his mind to it, it's like he's a machine. And so I think all I did was point that out. And maybe being with an older woman, I think what has given him it gave him balls to take a chance. Yeah, I had so inside. I had so much pressure on me to make it happen again and to make it again because I saw, you know, Caroline how she was, you know, on, at the stage on her life, and I really want to make it happen again. So, you know, she pushed me just to be, you know, where I am now. All I did was give him the tools to relax and to take a chance. And to maybe being with me, being with a stable relationship, being in love has given him the wings to literally fly. And that's all he needed. And he gives me the wings to fly. So like all the things that I want to do and I think maybe I'm too old or I can't do, he doesn't see it like that. He's like, yep, we can do this. We can build this. We can do that. And every day is exciting. And that's where we are now. So I think the point is if for those of you that don't understand or didn't understand why we're together. I hope we've shed some light on it. I hope you understand that this is a partnership. Like this is the most mature partnered relationship I've ever had, like ever. And, you know, and that's not to say my other relationships were bad. They weren't. It's just a completely different one because I'm so open because he's so emotionally available and he wants to talk to me about everything. I think when you, with a man your age or a bit older, who's already established, like me, by the way, he's, he gets irritated by me because sometimes I'm like, you know, no, no, it's always my way, my way, I know best. And then sometimes, now lately I'm learning, okay, maybe, just maybe, Sergio sometimes does know better than me. Honey, a lot of times. Okay, but I listen more. You listen more. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, didn't. in the beginning it was horrible, honey. Yeah. Really, you, like, didn't even, it was sat down. As soon as I talk, sat down. Yes. Now, you know, you're willing, you know, you're more open. Because I think, you know, I wasn't going to be lost, led by a lost puppy. Now I see he's extremely confident. He's, look at the way you're sitting. I wish they could see you. He sits differently. He speaks differently. He holds himself differently. He takes meetings differently. And I'm with him. And I've seen the growth. And, you know, I don't want to say I'm responsible for all that, although I do. What I am is I'm not responsible for it because he had it in him. I just gave him the I just push. Needed, I needed her in my life. And that's where it comes to a point that, you know, it's meant to happen. We met so randomly in Newport Beach. Let's be clear. It I'd never been to Newport Beach in my life. Never. And I was in Europe and I flew. And one she night. just spent five hours in Newport Beach and I was there. It's crazy. I didn't even know what I was there because someone called me, hey, you know, there's this show going on. You want to stop by five minutes from my house? Okay. I end up coming. And then we just connect through someone. And then it was just... Oh shit, what is, you know, it's just, we, we I mean, click. what are the chances? You see, five hours can change your life overnight. And that's the point. I think being open to it, being open to new things. Sergio was open. Where would he be now in Newport? Who knows? Totally, maybe in a job, maybe in something else. Here he's building. No, I know. He's building anything. businesses. He's building. We're actually going to Africa next week. We are. 
we've been traveling the world together. We're seeing the world together while we're doing all this, while building while a beautiful we're building, you know, family doing together, business. Just, doing our business together. It's amazing. I'm living my dream life with the person that I love. I'm, I'm experiencing, I've got a do-over. I'm doing my life again with someone with fresh eyes and I am loving every minute of it. And I think what I give to Caroline is to, to look at things differently, to take a normal situation and make the most out of that. Because that's what I do. He does. So just going for a morning walk is lovely, you know? And so I think connection is everything. There's somebody there for everyone. 100%. When you click with a person, you definitely click and you just, you know, it's just, it goes so smooth and so easy. Stop worrying about other people, peripheral people, people that don't matter. Worry about yourself. Enjoy life. Live life. Sergio and I are here for the foreseeable future, I can assure you. And we are going to keep building and growing together. And I love you, honey. I love, oh my God, you look so pretty from here. So I hope you all understand why I'm keeping my Sergio. So hands off, he's taken. Thank you very much. That was really fun. And um, obviously you can listen to this on Spotify, on iTunes and all places that you can get podcasts. And I will have Sergio back on this show. He will be a recurring guest. And um, I hope you understand just a little bit more about us and understand you know, that this is an equal relationship and that he is a man-man and that this is, you know, a proper relationship between us. And this is real. Yeah. And we're both very happy. Both very of us. Happy. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy today and uh, we'll see you all soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Divorce Not Dead. Tune in next Wednesday for a new episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We'd love to hear from you. Follow me on social media at, at Caroline Stanbury for all the behind the scene action. 